0: Everything old is new again. America's entertainment pop culture talk show. It may well possess a rudimentary intelligence. I'm
1: trying to think, but nothing happens.
0: The great disturbance in the force. Hello, I'm Mr. Ray. Come on, Mark, like a dog for me.
1: Where's the goodies?
0: Leave the gun. Take the cannoli. I bet you wouldn't have done anything like this if Mom and Dad were here. You filthy criminal. Excuse me while I whip this out. Go ahead. Make my day. Here are your hosts, Douglas Viviani and David Cohen. Holy great interview! Hi, this is Burt Ward, Robin from TV's Batman. You're listening to Douglas Viviani and David Cohen's fabulous radio show, Everything's Old... Is
2: new again
1: to the Batmobile citizens. There we go. This is Douglas Viviani with the, uh, well, let's call him Everything Old Is New Again's Luminary, David Cullen. Luminary, huh? Luminary. Another word for like a celebrity or. Bon vivant. Ah. Should have said bon vivant. Why? I'm a, you consider me a celebrity. Huh? We're, you're, we're becoming celebrities through our- uh, Association uh, with real celebrities. Exactly. And that's <laughs> exactly the point. Because uh, this year, if you recognize or understand, everything old is new again. We made a conscious decision to change our format temporarily to seek out some celebrity guests. Because I think the idea is we wanted to preserve the past- present it to people in the present, and have it available for people in the future to look at uh, pop culture entertainment through the eyes of of those who actually shaped and was part of the pop culture in in the 60s and 70s, and of course, in today's world as well. But that was our our effort and our concern. 38 of our 52 shows last year contained, whether it be one of the Rogue's Gallery guests, or a celebrity guest that's amazing i didn't realize it was 38 out of 52. Yeah. now the 38 guests as you certainly no, understand some shows. of them were two and three shows of one person but right. yeah um we had people uh, on the show such as peter weller uh, paul sorvino bernie capell burt ward as you just heard george anderson psychic medium alan alder you know of course from mash sure terry winter uh, lee merriweather Carl gottlieb the screenwriter of the jerk and and jaws and uh, and bob Breyer who was a great e- Egyptologist, as well as Walter Koenig from Star Trek, which was a, a, g- a great uh, bit of, of fun for me. Mr. Chekhov. Mr. Chekhov was on the show. Um, and we hope that everyone's enjoyed these interviews, and we just want to look back at 2007 as we're doing that, as we're 17. turning. 2017, yeah. Turning, sorry about that. <laughs> uh, turning the page to 2018 now. So we want to take a look at that and see what, if anything, we accomplished with that uh, that turn of events. <laughs> <laughs> and. Uh, and, and and have some good, clean fun uh, again now in two thousand and eighteen. Mostly, it'll be back to the original format of David and myself with our uh, uh, usual arguments that you you love to have, if you will, with our contemporary nostalgic. Look at. Uh, what's going on in the world and and particular genres of entertainment and evaluating them? Where did they come from and and uh, where they're going and, and what it's all about? So uh, we we just would like some feedback maybe in this regard. Old new again at AOL.com. Old new again at AOL Feel free to to write us. You did like you didn't like these particular interviews and and what we did. Uh, I think we we did. Uh, I don't know. What did you think of? Let's just ask you right off the bat. What did you think of the re- uh, end result of these thirty eight Interviews, let's say.
3: Well, I think overall it was definitely worth doing. First of all, it was fun to talk to these people because, for you and I know personally, uh, several of them uh, brought us us back to you know our childhood and helped us look at you know what's happening now versus what happened then. Particularly, Burt Ward and Alan Alda, and you know these these uh, actors whose characters we grew up with. It was right. really cool to speak with them.
1: Right. Exactly. Uh, and then, and then actually we. I don't know if we can say you made a friend, but a friend of the show. uh, All of them in one form or another enjoyed themselves at yeah. least said that it is Hollywood so I don't know how much right, you know. Right. but by actions we know that Peter Weller certainly uh, enjoyed his time because he stayed for two shows initially we knew him, didn't know him from Adam so to speak and then we had him come back he wanted to come back he wanted to come back yeah. a couple months later he came back and spoke about jazz for two shows and I think we will reach out maybe to him again since he he was somebody that's uh, contemporary and, and, and in the entertainment field and actually enjoyed and loved those shows and and he
3: is a very interesting... We call him the, the most interesting man in the world. Exactly. Uh, he, he definitely...
1: He's up there. <laughs> <laughs> let's, let's do a little piece of him for what he... Saw.
2: That's why I'm doing your show, because when I saw the title of it, I said, oh, this is this is a platform, man. So.
1: Oh, I love it. That's ter- that's tremendous. I appreciate that and with Dr. Weller, the idea. Uh, maybe you can explain uh, on the air here what you think of, of the show, or at least the concept of our show.
2: Well, the, the attraction to do the show was... The, the the context of realizing your past and your history, and not just sort of honoring it like doing a Fred Astaire memorial, but to contextualize the past subsequently so that we don't make the same mistakes or that we have a guidepost. You know, all the things I've been talking about is like, doesn't matter whether it it's myths or whether it's history. Those things fascinate me because my PhD is in Renaissance Italian art history and how to look at paintings and the way, for instance, just for what I teach kids is like the way you're going to look at this painting here is exactly the way they looked at it back then and why you look at a movie now you know so all that stuff that that stuff that we talk about what's entertaining in movies is the same thing that entertain people in the past about art and so everything is all everything everything is old is new again it's history man it's a you know it, I, when I the second i saw it i said this has got to be a history show uh, yeah uh, it's and it's,
1: it's though. even though it's pop culture history you know pop culture back in the day uh, guess what the renaissance art was the pop culture of the day so uh, let's yeah, not uh, put that down the, like
2: Yeah, but, you know, wow, you know what? Everything in its day is pop
1: culture. And I'm so happy to have had you. I wonder, maybe we'll have you back. We'll put you on the spot at this point, if you're welcome to, anytime you like.
2: No, no, David Cohen, uh, Douglas Viviani, you guys are my new heroes, so I'll come back whenever you want.
1: There you go. So uh, uh, he uh, was true to he his was word. Into it. Yeah, he was. He came back, and uh, and he you know, time flew uh, for sure when when he was on the air, and uh, and we, we did have a, a blast with him. We also had some fun with uh, with Burt Ward, citizen. And he was he was great with the little clips. He was a great sport, and and he talked about his dogs and his business with the dogs. And listen, he's into that. We have no problem talking about what these people are into now. Right also Had a, a great time talking about that the old Batman show right before it's about a month, I would say, before um, uh, Batman passed away. Yeah, uh, I forget his name time my head. Uh, and you know, <laughs> how about that, uh, this what happens when you get older. Uh, anyway, so it was really uh, a, a tough spot um, to. Try to reapproach him after uh, he passed away. Uh, Batman passed away, but um, Adam Adam West passed away, and um, I, I, we may have him back on to talk about Adam West a little bit if we can. And we also had uh, Bernie Capel for three shows. Uh, we enjoyed that boy. Was anyway, good good stuff. I really Keep appreciate coming it. at him, kiddo. I'm Keep gonna... coming at him. Pleasure's all mine, kiddo. Uh, excellent. Thank you so much. Have a I'll great you. day. So it's just, it's weird to watch the uh, love boat as a kid, watch Siegfried on Double uh, Get, Get Smart, Smart as a kid, and then there he is on the phone. And and him calling you kiddo, right? You know, and giving ma- some makes advice. Makes you feel young, right? Yeah, right. So, but he was giving us some advice, which was uh, and some motivation. And if you hear those three interviews, we just got along well, just as well as Peter Weller, I guess you'd say maybe a uh, smidge less. I mean, but he was just so friendly, so much fun. Uh, I, I, you know, I could do shows and shows on this, but that's not our format, right? And that's not what right. we want to do. I just wanted to get a taste of it, a feel for it, get people to realize that these people are, uh, you know basically in some level or other iconic uh especially burt ward and, and and bernie capel in, in, the, in this section of the show to talk about it. i mean they they are around and will be around for for quite some time i don't know what to say you know so it was fun to to be with them we'll, we'll come back and talk about alan and paul salvino right after this and everything old is new again pop culture entertainment talk show galore. There it is, uh, the Mesh theme. He's coming back. Uh, um, we'll talk about uh, Alan Alda in a few moments. But we had a snafu with him early on, no one's fault. But we had him to scheduled to come on in one particular day, and we're sitting here, and the phone didn't ring. So we thought that uh, I don't know. We didn't know what to think. What was going on? Well, we were hoping nothing bad happened. You know? Right. We, we hope they didn't like... like. How in the world would someone make a promise to us,
3: to you and me, You're and right. not fulfill <laughs> it? It
1: must have been a tragedy. Or well, he could have actually. I was think I was thinking he actually listened to the. Show Show the night before, finally, and has change oh, heart. I don't know about that, but actually, didn't that wasn't the no, case? That was not,
3: and, and, and and happily, there was no tragedy. So it right. was just
1: a mix up, and he just, ultimately did did come back, and and he did a, a great turn. Also, yeah. I thought that we had a lot of fun Definitely. with him, and I think you know when you interview these people, I you know, I don't know anything. I I have no training uh, in journalism or. Communications, obviously. Say that again. <laughs> and so it's just it's just coming from a place of um, interest of mine, and uh, I guess you'd say experience listening to the radio and in interviews, which is not the same as doing them. So when you're interviewing someone, I you know you, you will over or will prepare for sure. At least I will prepare like crazy, so I know everything that they're doing. But I think one one of the things that I found that's interesting is if you. Bring up something that they don't always get asked about that they enjoy. Like with with Alan Alda, I started talking about right off the bat, him being at Fordham University and being on the radio, and he answered right back with a smile about how he used to write his show, radio show, on the subway on the way into New York City. That was cool. So right away, yeah. you know, you've got a commonality where he says, "Holy smokes, whoever this guy is is interviewing me. He did some work." He knows I was in radio in Fordham. Not many people know that if you're just a casual fan. No, but but he, I think he but, appreciated it. All right, we'll be back. And everything Old is New Again. Right after this, we'll continue with an Owl Older Paul Sorvino evaluation. Everything Old is New Again.
0: America's Entertainment Pop Culture Talk Show with Douglas Viviani and David Cohen.
2: This is Bernie Coppell, also known as. Siegfried from Get Schmatt. you are listening to everything old, it's new again. You understand? Good. <laughs>
1: There you go. Everything Old is New Again with Bernie <laughs> Capel right there from the, the Love Boat as well, right? The Doctor of The Love Boat. This is Douglas Viviani with uh, David Cohen on Everything Old is New Again, evaluating and looking at some of the celebrity interviews we had in 2017 as we're ready to turn the clock here to 2018. And, uh, and, and probably not do as many, uh, although we will still continue to do it, but maybe not do as many uh, celebrity interviews next year as we did this year. And I know we'd like to see if you enjoyed it or not. Give us a, a uh, I don't know a, a note at old new again at AOL.com. Old new again at AOL.com. Let us know what you think. Uh, we had Bernie Capel for three shows, and I thought that his demeanor and presentation was so unique. Of course, he's an older gentleman at this point, but I communicated originally with his PR person, and then automatically it was. Speak to him directly, and he's communicating with me on email back and forth uh, uh, directly to me. So it's like kind of it's kind of like. I don't know what you say, like Twilight Zone ish, you know? Yeah, right. It's surreal, right? Yeah, it's like uh, I got the captain from the Love Boat emailing me. Yeah, was pretty you know, cool. And and he was humorous and he was fun and he was very good natured. It was um, it was just a pleasure uh, to speak with him. He did give us some insights on a couple of uh, stars, celebrities that were on uh, the Love Boat behind the scenes. We did some of that with him, and uh, he, was just, uh, he was just a he was just a pleasure and a kick. And and I don't know. It was uh, it was interesting to be able to say you know we'd like to interview you and usually these celebrities are interviewing for like you know 10 minutes right and i said you know we usually do interview and it's an hour show and we'd love to have you for minute, as much time as you could devote and he asked well how much would you like and i basically said well you know how about three shows he goes okay uh so there you know there you go two and a half hours later basically you know with, without the commercial stuff we're, we're completing an interview with bernie capel i mean it was I know. It's, it was pretty cool, especially uh, being a fan. So, Also, what's fun, we talked about Alan Alda a little bit at the end of the last section. We had uh, Alan Alda li- listening a little bit um, to our show, I should say. Uh, well, let's just listen to this, and you'll hear what I think. Come Thank Alan Alda.
0: Thank you. I'm exhausted after that. Yeah, we
1: <laughs> thought maybe we lost you there, but it's good you to hear you still reminded me of
0: how much I had to do. I, I, I should be lying down
1: now. <laughs> and unfortunately, we only have one minute left to the show now, since it's been so long. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> that now the most important part of that to me was Alan Alda laughing at the end. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh, so yeah. think about actually getting Making Alan Alda, Alan Alda, to, Alda laugh. And it was a pretty long. i was i I'm looking at it right now. It was, right now. was uh, four seconds of laughing. So <laughs> that was a belly laugh. Um, so he, he was listening. to to us with the intro, that's what I was trying to infer before. The intro was long. We were going on and on. And uh, and we do that sometimes, again, to try to disarm these people or to, you know, the celebrity, give them a little bit of an idea that we follow what they do, we know what they do, we're happy to, to, uh, to dig up like we said before, you know, we've said on the air that he uh, was on the radio in Fordham University as a kid or as a college kid and he went ahead and uh, told us a story about writing the show that he's talking about, uh, he was on on the subway on the way to school, and so it, it sort of automatically gave him a point of view that you know these people are listening and and trying to at least, uh, I mean this guy's in the business sixty years, right? Right. I mean, and what
3: what's not been said about him and asked of him? Right. You
1: know? So I think it was a good tact to to, to do that. And yeah. in addition, we asked them uh, a little bit about. Uh, I, we try to turn it to uh, to us a little bit, and right, I try to get. <laughs> some input as to what they thought on the air of the interview towards the end of the interview. So let's hear what he said Typical there. question, but you know, the secret to your longevity and your success in your, your varied career that's about it. Well, we had a minute to <laughs> fill here, so we'll expand on that. But <laughs> what else? What else? <laughs> but that, that's sort of just it, that's exactly what we're trying to do. Is We, we kind of say we're, we're trying to make f- radio fun again. There's more to do uh, with radio uh, than we... I, I love radio. I've grown up with radio. Uh, I, I, I just have seen so many things disappear from the radio and, and all of our lives. I don't know if it's a reflection of society or not, but we're so serious all the time now and I think fun needs to be brought back uh, to the table. If that makes sense.
0: Yeah, I think so too. And fun, especially with another person, is feel it just feels so good. I mean, we've been playing for this whole time. We've been on the on the air together, and it it was a, a much more enjoyable way to spend the time than mechanically trading information, I thought.
1: Mr. Older, thank you very much for being with us on Everything Old is New Again. Thank you. That was fun talking with you. I appreciate it. No, you know, I, I would hope, and I think he's sincere when he said he had a fun time uh, yeah. bantering back and forth with us. Oh, if, he, if he didn't, he wouldn't have said it, I don't think. Right. He has no need to get into that, you right. know, and and I, I thought that that was, a, a, again, we had him laughing a little bit, and that is just you know some of the fun and i hope as a listener you hear that and that translates to a, putting a smile on your face putting your Self, if you will, in in our position or as a listener, you're you're right there with us. You're you're always on our mind and and always the person that we're performing the show for. So hopefully you're enjoying that. And uh, and then we had Paul Sorvino. We try to get him to, to chuckle a little bit. Let's it gives see. me some uh, time to get away from everything else. Maybe I turn on the radio, listen to this great new show I've heard of. Everything old is new again. And other than that, I'll listen to uh, some music or what. Oh my happened. God! I put it on all day. I listen to it at night to go to sleep. Hey, oh, I don't know. How how to take that uh put you to sleep or or keep you company but uh anyway <laughs> let's keep moving moving on <laughs> there we go paul servino so again good fella himself right and uh and, and there he is in our uh on our line it was just a, uh what'd you think of that interview would you when we went through that i thought it was great because he i mean you really got a sense
3: for who he is and just what a what a sweet guy he is and um he he was willing to talk about anything we wanted to talk about. He yeah,
1: really was. it's true. And, and in that one, I brought up a, a, an episode, or a, I guess it was really like a TV movie that he did where he was a deaf attorney. Oh, right. And um, right. the gentleman from Star Trek, uh, uh, LeVar Burton, was his client. I don't think he gets asked about that every day. Oh God, no. Okay? So there has <laughs> to be some kind of a thought in his mind, like, wow, this guy really, you know, uh, yeah. they're taking some time to figure out what my career was about and all, and that's okay. So let me uh, They gave us two shows as well uh, that we had with, with him, and it was a lot of fun. Part of that was Not everything goes right. Uh, part of the- Part of that went wrong a little bit, uh, so to speak. Let's listen to. It. I try to get him to give me a, a recipe for the kids. So he would <laughs> now I, I got a couple of young kids. What? I'm, give me something to help me get them to eat some of these vegetables. I mean, uh, anything uh, uh, suggested That's in terms? That's hard to do. Of, yeah,
2: I, I'm not aware of anything that looks like uh, candy to them, <laughs> that is a vegetable made of vegetables. I don't know what you do, but I mean, I only know how to cook things like sauteed broccoli and stuff, and they're not, they're not going to like it. Right. Anything that's green and leafy, the kids don't eat. All right. Well, I don't have children, never will, never wanted to. However, I will say this. <laughs> it seems like you, if it you put like a show. lot of cheese... <laughs>
1: It's we all missed that comment that's why I had to put that in there of uh, the indomitable David Cohen with the <laughs> yeah, that seems like another show veered into some <laughs> weird territory there <laughs> I hate kids I don't care about kids but um, it, not that it went so wrong but sometimes you ask I thought for sure in a big cookbook and all, he'd have some recipe for, you know, for vegetables that would have something besides garlic and oil, you know? So, right.
3: So, so the answer was, you know, Paul says, kids don't eat vegetables. And his wife said, I hate kids.
1: Right. And that was the answer. I <laughs> give them cheese <laughs> on the vegetables. So, I... <laughs> So I'm sure they're happy to hear that, um, uh, that we're, we're poking fun, but that, that was just a small portion of it. But that's what happens when you, you take a chance. You don't have any idea what the answers are going to be to these questions. It's not, there's no pre-interview or anything like that right no no yeah. not at all like if you see the tonight show and 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 any of these shows they're all mostly they talk pre-interviewed about the topics they, right. you know already what the person is going to talk about you basically yeah. know what their answer is going to be you know where you're going when you're spending two hours on the phone with somebody there's just no way uh, and we don't cover anything I, I just ask them always what would you like to promote or what would you like to talk about and mostly they'll just talk about I'll oh, just mention the book or whatever they're publishing that and you can ask us any mm, I don't think anybody said to us don't talk about anything right now they've that all has, said whatever it does happen, right? Yeah. Um, so I thought that was pretty interesting though. we're talking about uh, Sorvino just just says, you know, I just know how to, how to sauté uh, vegetables and that's it. So I could teach him. I, I was trying to tell him later on. I was saying, you know, I, I cook it, the, the carrots in, in cinnamon and honey right, and butter. Right, and right. He's like, yeah, 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 that's the usual Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> right, we'll
3: the coolest we'll... part was, for me, in that interview, in any interview, was when he just broke out at the
1: song. Just like this. Yeah. yeah. We'll be back right after this on Everything Old is New Again. Now, that was totally unexpected when when he did that. We didn't ask him to sing, did we? Uh, Did we? No, we didn't. I brought up that he is a singer. And that I've seen YouTube videos of him singing, uh, and that I thought he was, did well and so forth. But I never s- suggested for him to sing. He
3: just started singing, and and you and I looked at each other like, did he just like press a button and start playing right. a recording, or is <laughs> that
1: actually him singing for some unknown reason? Right. And it was the latter. And and he's and he did beautifully. And then we had fun with this the song. Uh, later mm-hmm. on, we did our barbecue show and we had him coming on board uh, singing over and over again <laughs> uh, while Barbecue while Guy and uh, and fondue Guy were trying to have their uh, Hosting their the barbecue. <laughs> it didn't work out too well for them. <laughs> uh, but I think those are some of the, the most fun shows, and that's why we're going back to um, the original format is we have fun playing off each other in improv and whatever it might be and just, just bantering. And the guests are wonderful and we'll never stop doing that. But uh, I, I it's... You know, and it's really a lot of fun to do that. But um, as hosts, it's a lot of pressure. There's a lot of lot goes on behind the scenes. A lot of preparation for these guests. You know. Um, Anyway, we'll be back right uh, right after this to dive into our adventures with uh, Walter Koenig.
0: Now, back to America's entertainment pop culture talk show, Everything Old is New Again, with Douglas Viviani and David Cohen.
2: But uh, as I look around me and I see that the world has moved from vampires to zombies, I'm not sure I would find the market that I thought was accessible to me. Uh, when I wrote it
1: originally. Maybe you can make them vampire zombies at this point. That would be the, you know. <laughs> there we go. So Douglas Viviani and David Cohen with Walter Cady on Everything Old is New Again. I had a nice interview with him a little ways back.
3: You know, it's funny. I I, I expect to hear that Russian accent. <laughs> I really do. I thought he was going to come on and say, pleasure to be here with you, Douglas. What, nope. Uh, what, can, what
1: can we talk about? It, w- it would have been interesting I have the whole interview in the accent. I should have asked. We always try to do something different. That actually would have been different you we, didn't ask him to do Chekhov <laughs> just to do we like, respect you line. we love your work on Babylon uh, 5 on uh writing this movie and that movie and uh and by the way we'd like you to do the interview just as Mr. Chekhov or, or just could <laughs> do a return as Mr. Chekhov oh uh, yeah I could have done that yeah uh, but you he's, didn't. he's notoriously <laughs> I've seen him many times at Star Trek events as you've heard Richard Richter talk about it he's a little bit uh um, prickly at times right. Was not prickly at all with us. I have to be clear about that. Uh, and he was a great guest. We had a lot of fun with him. And I just played that again, trying to show we got him to laugh a little bit. Right. Uh, this is right. an interview that, that David was unable to to be here for. So um, I was on my own. It was it was a little. I was on a mission to boldly go where the man had gone before, and Doug <laughs> was stuck here with Mister Check. And I was I felt like I was uh, sort of. Working without a without a net is that what they say? And so it was it was good and a lot of fun, but it was nerve wracking because a fellow like I've been watching and we all know forever, of course, and, yeah. Uh, and there he is, you and know, you're talking to him now, yeah. Right. Now got on the laugh, which is pretty cool. Then uh, I actually got a. Uh, a uh, kind of a compliment here. Absolutely, good.
2: You're asking me questions that I don't have to sound like a sour, d- uh, rejected old old, uh, old man. I, I can talk with enthusiasm in go. a positive way.
1: So I think that is really opens the door to a little insight on my part. Uh, I think he reacts sometimes, like all of us do, to the question. And if the question is either the same old question he hears about Chekhov or the same old topics or... You know, what else have you done? Oh, you know, whatever is something that annoys him, uh, then he comes off, as we just said, prickly. He did not come off that way with us at all. And I'm not taking credit for it, but uh, I think I stumbled upon just by being a fan and not asking the standard questions that, and, and in the standard way, he gave me that, uh, that compliment, which is in turn a compliment for him because the interview, uh, turned out well, if that makes right. sense. Right. Yeah. Um, and then we had, uh, yet another, uh, uh, nice experience. Let's. Uh, I, I do a lot of research on these uh, interviews as we've talked about, do. and I try to pick out again, we've talked about some stuff that's totally different uh, that no one will ask about, so here we go. Two thing. in 77 you did a show, What Really Happened to the Class of 65. It was very topical, but you also dove into some real characterizations with this show. I mean, was there a good reaction to that? Were you happy with the way that was, was presented?
2: First of all, I've got to tell you, I'm very impressed that you remember that show. <laughs> Uh, as a matter of fact of the four or five shows that my name appeared on television shows in the 70s that that was the one that I, I have the greatest pride in that.
1: so it was it was a show you probably never remember what happened to the class of 65 it was on in the 70s he wrote an episode for it I remember the episode I didn't remember he wrote it but in my research I found out that he wrote it pulled it up read through it and i, I you know got an idea and I remembered the episode so there's a piece of work like you may have done something in, in the past that you're proud of that no one has ever heard of like the show or uh, a particular show let's say that we've done or something in your past before we did this radio show and someone uh, brings that up to you and compliments you I think you're going to automatically you know kind of get a, a good feeling for what's going on there so that's why I do that and I legitimately did enjoy uh, enjoy that but then but then it, it, it as, as it always does it, it went awry is that what you're saying that was I have no idea. I have no idea what I was talking uh, about. Well, you were saying how it was interesting and fun to work on uh, The Voyage Home in that you had the opportunity to work with other characters on the set. Yeah, well, that,
2: well that is true. I just don't know what the
1: reference to I'll be careful next time. Oh, well, that's, of course you don't remember. I'm just saying that that, <laughs> that was my silly reference of I had asked you to sign my script oh. with that, and I certainly have that still to this day uh, on the table here. As I, I brought in like a, a personal anth, anth, antidote. What's what that word? Anyway, a personal story. Anecdote. Anecdote. A personal story. Um, about meeting Walter Koenig back in the 80s in California at a convention and I had said to him I had a script for the the fourth movie Voyage Home and I said could you please sign it you know uh, I'll be careful next time and sign it and he did and I just meant by that and we talked about it at the convention that every time he's in a movie or every time he's in Chekhov he's always getting himself into trouble uh, in the first movie, he got burned by uh, at the console. The second movie, he had Khan put something in his ear. Uh, so there's always something going on. In the fourth movie, he was on the Enterprise and fell, and if you remember, how to go to the hospital. Anyway, so it's a long, drawn-out. It was not even funny, but it was something that I threw at him. And I was basically saying at conventions, you do a lot of things for people, uh, whether you know of it or not or whatever is happening. But I totally lost him on that. He had no idea what I was yeah, talking he, about. Yeah, you could tell. He and was he just was like,
3: like, what? What, what just happened? What,
1: we just took a turn, you know. <laughs> and then I ask him about Everything Old is New Again, you know, and uh, and the, the theory of it and what he thinks of it. Uh, we here on Everything Old is New Again, we, we like to expose and, and talk about uh, the past and the, the present of entertainment. Now certainly there's a new Star Trek series coming out. Do you have any thoughts with respect to the new uh, or a new show that's now going to be released in September?
2: Well, I, I, I don't think about it very much. Uh, in my case, old is old. I
1: try not to live in the past. <laughs> there we go. So, not that we're a nostalgic show, and that's all we talk about. He took but... our pincushion, <laughs> our
3: balloon of an idea with a little pin, and went <laughs> exactly. So there's
1: uh, Walter. Your Cannon. idea sucks. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> What's old is old. I mean, all I right. I don't like bringing it up. And get off my line. <laughs> so, but that was uh, that was basically what we we um, tried to express to all of our guests and try to get them to comment in one way or another backwards about what our show is about and well you know sometimes it works sometimes it doesn't he wasn't saying anything about our show he was just talking about he's an older gentleman and he's not looking back and he doesn't even care about the new the new series um, and is not really probably not going to be a guest on it he doesn't have an
3: obligation to to, be faithful to something
1: he was in 50 years ago Exactly, and he has no stake in it they're not going to ask him to be on it, right? They're, right. You know, he's not going to be writing it. He's not going to be, as we just said, acting in it. So, you know, he doesn't yeah. own anything, and he's nothing in it. to him. So right. sometimes, when you're a fan, you look at these things and you think, um, you know, someone's been in something that they are interested in it as much as you are, or I guess it's a way to say it. But if you if you look at like Galaxy Quest, you know, behind the scenes, it really caught it. Sometimes they like it. Sometimes they don't like it. It's only one part of their life. Right. This man did this. A very long life. Yes. Right. This man did this show for two years, not even the three years on television. And he did all the movies, which is great. Six movies. And then he gets, uh, you know, William Shatner, if you've seen this tape, introducing him. And Shatner doesn't even know his last name. It doesn't Ooh, even know his name, really. Yeah, introduce it to him on YouTube. You'll see it to to the press. So you know, at some point, he had a confrontation with Shatner, and I, we talked about that as well. So go back and listen to that interview if you missed on Everything Old Is New Again dot Biz. Uh, it really worked out well. It was a great interview. A great man. We had a lot of fun with him. Another one. it communicated directly to him. That's cool. It was very cool. So yeah. uh, we'll be back, on Everything Old Is New Again right after this. Finish up. Best of 2017 celebrity interviews. so there we are. Any uh, <laughs> anything else to say about anything, or do we just move on? I don't know. You were ready to fall asleep right there, so <laughs> I
3: feel like it's on me now to carry the next yes, minute. I'm and boring
1: a half. myself at this point.
3: So he did not speak with a r- Russian accent. You know what? I didn't even realize he wasn't. He isn't Russian. That's I did. I, I is he might be Jewish, right? Koenig is possibly a Jewish yes, name.
1: possibly. Yeah.
3: So here's Russian Mr. Jew Chekhov. Or, yeah. As 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 a kid, he was the he was the only Russian person I had ever seen or heard of. Mr. Chekhov on Star Trek when I was a kid. So to this day, I'm thinking he's a Russian American, that's I hysterical. guess, right? You and really thought he was Russian? I really thought so. And he had the accent and the whole bit. And I'm listening to him like he
1: sounds like you know, like you and me. What? what that's hysterical. That's so wow. disappointing. Now that if you were <laughs> around for that interview and made that comment. We probably would have lasted five minutes because he would have gone. Oh, light. I never would have said. I know, that. I'm just saying. With Wait people- <laughs> a minute, Walter. What are you telling me, <laughs> Walter? Can you do the interview in the accent? We expected the accent. <laughs> that was the deal we had. Walter, you came on. You did check off the entire hour. Sound like Bernie Brillstein? What was his name again? Like, oh, the was agent, it, of Oz? agent of Oz. Yeah. Well, I admire him. What's his name? A, what, we,
3: we I forget. <laughs> I forget his name. <laughs> Something Brilstein. Maybe it was Bernie Brilstein. We'll go with it from that one. The agent a... of <laughs> <laughs> all right, so you give with... me a minute and a half. This is what I do. That yeah. was that's your fault.
1: I right, that's all right. Listen, uh, podcast is what you. This is what you get when you listen to uh, everything uh, old is new again on everythingoldisnewagain.biz.
3: It's free. This is free it's air. Free. Time. That's You're right. You're
1: not paying for it. Good, clean fun. All right, we'll be back right after this and finish up. We're going to talk about Call Gottlieb, David Scholner, Terry Winter, and maybe what we're going to do with the future of the show.
0: This is Everything Old is New Again, America's entertainment pop culture talk show with Douglas Viviani
1: and David Cohen.
2: Hi, this is Bob Breyer and we're Everything Old is New Again with... David
1: Cohen and Douglas Viviani how about that we certainly are everything old is new again and we're having some fun taking a look at uh, the celebrity point of view uh, and interviews that we had in the year 2017 looking forward to 2018 um, by the way uh, if you're listening to us uh, on a podcast for some reason which we do have podcasts of the old shows Biz, and you don't have our show in your particular neighborhood on our, on our AM radio or FM radio station, please uh, shoot, shoot a note to your local station. Tell them you would like them to pick up this show. Uh, they can and will do it for sure. Yes, uh, that's we, happened. It's it's definitely happened and we're, we're looking forward to it happening more often. So support us, if you will, by that method and, uh, and, and we'll reward you back with as best a show as we possibly can do. <laughs> um, we had Carl Gottlieb on the show and he was a gentleman that uh, I don't know if anybody really knew who he was, but I was watching Jaws one night, and there's almost nobody left from the movie. Right, right. Um, you know, Richard Dreyfus. I don't think we could get. I shot a note out to him. And other than that, Spielberg went, I don't think no. we're getting. So, <laughs> so the, I, I said, well, how about, you know, who's left? And, and the screenwriter of the play, of the play, the movie, was... Available. That's great. So that we got great. him, and he yeah. was a fun interview, and he did a lot oh, of other yeah. things, and he was involved with the Smothers Brothers and mm-hmm. with Steve Martin. So, Had some great uh, stories. Yeah, he really did. So I, I talked a little bit about everything old is new again. I think with him, as you well. know, some fun or try to bring some fun to the radio, talking about pop culture, entertainment, and uh, we're happy to do so with uh, with Carl Gottlieb. Uh,
2: I've just got to add that if you if you've got any stature in show business in the world today it's because you're standing on the shoulders of people who have gone before
0: you. There you
1: go. So he agrees with our theory, uh, which most people do, of everything old is new again. As opposed to maybe Walter Koenig, who... <laughs> <laughs> everything old is just old. <laughs> uh, no value was, to it. He was he was kind of funny. He gave us some behind-the-scenes of, of Jaws and... and uh, oh, yeah. Martin, I thought it was really interesting. And, you know, he, he was a kind of a guy... I don't know that I... I'm not putting him down, but I didn't expect... I've never heard him before, and expect too much. You didn't know right. what to get from this gentleman. And if you hear that interview- We're pleasantly it, surprised. Yeah, it, it flows pretty nicely. I had a nice time with, with him, uh, and and his career is is varied. He was with Flip Wilson he wrote for. He wrote for a lot of Smothers Brothers, as we said. He's done a lot of stuff. It
3: really took us- Yeah, it was quite a history lesson.
1: Yeah, it was good. So everything old is new again. Uh, David Scholner from Emerald City describing our show- uh, I don't know do you think that uh, uh, this is ripe for everything old is new again in terms of uh, that topic i mean uh, we're we're on the the same wavelength, I guess we could say with the radio show here and, and what you're doing I guess no
2: a hundred percent I mean well I mean what's great about your show and what's great about the topic that you guys tackle is uh, i don't know it, it was always thus if you look at shakespeare's plays, Shakespeare's plays were always based on someone else's plays or based on someone else. I mean, everything old is new again is not new. <laughs> <laughs> right. In, you know, in the, in, the best, in the best meaning of that. Every, there, there are no new stories. All we can do is adapt our own mythology and our own stories for the day. And that's what the Greeks did, and that's what Shakespeare did, and that's what TV and pop culture is doing now. It's um, taking our modern myth. And making them relevant. And to extrapolate that,
1: I, I, I accept the compliment of being in the same sentence as Shakespeare. I, I'm kidding when I say that. But <laughs> there well, we go. We try to make somebody laugh again. But <laughs> you got a nervous laugh that time. Yeah, I did. <laughs> yeah you did. It's <laughs> <laughs> the last I got when I
3: used to do, do stand up. You know, the knowing, the knowing laugh, like. <laughs>
1: <laughs> it just really... Yeah. Yeah, I'll give you a little something. Yeah, I, right. I, I when that drink, happens, yeah. Let me allow you dirty... All right, so yeah, so unfortunately uh, that show was canceled, and um, I thought it was be a hard sell, only in, in that they were really trying to take a different tact uh, on regular TV. Uh, on the other hand, it was a Game of Thrones-ish, so I thought they had a shot, and it's a shame because he was... Um, he was a great guest, and we could have had him back uh, for season two. Same thing with Quarry; we had Quarry uh, creators two years ago, and that show has been canceled as well. Um, we this also... is our show; is the show to come when you want your I show know, to be canceled? Because we had Vinyl as well. We had
3: uh, Terry Winter and his it's show where was shows canceled. come to die. Oh man, <laughs> I mean,
1: <laughs> uh, maybe we're getting them because um, they, that's not a good track record, yeah, Doug. Now that I'm thinking about it, it. it. there's no yeah. Uh, uh, we're going to have to cut this out, too. Uh, Why?
3: <laughs> but that's... If I was a writer of a new show, I'd see that as a challenge. I would come on here and say, you guys, I'm coming back for the next five years because that's how many seasons I would my be, show's going to go. I would love
1: it. That would be tremendous. But David Shulman was a great interview. He was a lot of fun. He's a good guy. He has a, a lot to say and hopefully he can come up with another show. I'm sure he and will. we'll just, yeah. you know, we'll follow up with him there. And then we've got Terry Winter, a friend of ours. Uh, we had uh, a lot of fun with him on our s- second visit TV
0: was really hugely important in my life, and, and I think a lot of people love I learned a ton of stuff from TV and a ton of life lessons and a ton of pretty much anything you need to know, any social situation you need to na- navigate yourself through, you can learn about through watching The Honeymooners. Pretty much anything. You know how to deal with bullies, <laughs> how to deal with neighbors, friends, your wife. Etc. it's sort of a you know sort of model a model for uh for behavior and you know i'm obviously exaggerating and you know but but you learn so much about the culture and different people and
1: Uh, there we go terry uh, winter again uh, he's a multi-talented individual that won emmys for soprano uh, sopranos as a producer, as a writer he then did Boardwalk Empire he created that right. and wrote that and he hosted us for a dinner one night uh, that was which great. was pretty good in New York City we had a lot of fun with that and now he's off and living in uh, L.A. L.A., yeah. back to L.A.
3: I'm sure we'll hear from him again soon. Something, yes. Something's cooking.
1: Uh, I would love to see. Yeah, right. You don't just move to L.A., right? I, I guess. I'm guessing. Yeah. Something going yeah. on. And I would love to see him uh, in, in a production of something, and then a year or six months from now, we give him a call, and, and he'll come back on. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Maybe Hopefully. he'll wait till season two right, of the exactly. show before he comes back. <laughs> uh, but he's a great guest. He's a lot of fun. He's a contemporary. He really uh, gets it. He gets our show. He gets what we're all about. And when he comes on, um, we could almost just ask one question for the 10-minute section of each section of the show, and he could take off from there.
3: He's like a TV encyclopedia. Yeah. I mean, he really knows everything about it.
1: Yeah, it's and, amazing, and he loves it. So he loves the everything old is new again theme, right? Uh, in terms of you know what we're all about and what we're doing. So hopefully, you know, we're trying just to to make a little bit of a or in inroad here into the celebrity aspect of radio and to make radio different. But it's certainly by no means a requirement for this show, in my view, to be successful. To have to have people on the show to interview. So I think I at this point, we're going to go with uh, our rogues gallery, we're going to go with these characters once in a while that, that show up on the show, and there'll be David and myself, of course, having the arguments you love to have, and having uh, having a blast doing it with some clips, and certainly every show is going to be something that you have never heard before, I would say that. And probably won't again. Right. On the on the radio, for good or for bad, you're not hearing something like this show on the radio. And if you start to hear it, that'll be because they're imitating us down the line and we're on 700 stations or something. You know? I'd also like to think we're kind of inimitable,
3: but, you know,
1: we, it was in, success, in, Inevitable or inimitable?
3: Which well, one are we? I don't know. <laughs> Hopefully the former... <laughs> But yeah, listen. Success, uh, you know, breeds uh, copycats. So if you hear more shows like us, we must be doing something right.
1: Right, right, exactly. And and I would hope that um, that you would write to stations also that do carry our show and let them know and say, you know, what I'm, I'm enjoying that show. It is something different, especially not always on the weekend. We are during the week as well, but especially whatever time period we're being heard, it, it put a smile on my face or it gets me to go to work if it's a work day and talk about whatever topic that is around the water cooler or whatever it might be. So that we're just having some fun, changing uh, the landscape a little bit, we can escape from some of the things in our world a little bit for a few hours um, a week and have some have some laughs or at least a smile or just an argument uh, that, you know, one show is better than another, whatever it might yeah, be. Yeah, these silly arguments that get very impassioned exactly. sometimes. Exactly. I, I love the way Pumpkinhead in the past talked about it. He brought up all of a sudden uh, uh, <laughs> the, the the Peanuts versus versus the Muppets when right. we did that show. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there's a lot there's a lot going on and and we're hopefully uh, broadcasting to you every week and in, you're enjoying it every week. and that's what we would continue and want to continue to do for quite some time. So spread the word on everything old. It's new again. We'll be back next week. Uh, shoot us a note old new again at com. otherwise enjoy and we'll be back. <laughs> Barbecue guy here from Everything Old is New again. Going to do a little recipe for you. I'm with the fondue man. How you doing, fondue? Good, barbecue guy. How All are I you? Got a, I'm doing good. Thank you. I got a, a nice steak marination for you. Marina- ah. You know what a marination is? A, mar- well, a marination. Well, I've heard of marinating. But yeah, well, you put it in a Ziploc bag. You're, you're going to do is You're going to put your ziploc? steak in there with a... I mean, you, do a, you mean Ziploc? Yes, correct. One tablespoon of vi- cider vinegar, two tablespoons of real honey, salt and pepper, fresh parsley, and do me a favor—a little dash of water. You marinate that in your Ziploc bag overnight with the steak. Wait a minute—you forgot
3: an ingredient, huh? Yes, I believe you forgot the mustard. Must mustard in a marination? Oh, it's heavenly! And really? there's a particular mustard that I enjoy using—Bowers mustard.
1: Are Wait. You f- Well, I've heard of it. I mean, that's the stuff they use at the uh, the NASA Coliseum there on Long Island, right?
3: Exactly. Exactly. Bowers Mustard. You can buy a jar online, barbecue guy, at abowersmustard.com. That's a-B-A-U-E-R-S mustard.com or from your local stores listed on their websites.
1: What's the website again? What are you saying? A-Bowers with an S? What?
3: A-Bowers with an S. A-Bowers mustard.com
1: Alright, I'm going to go do that. I like the mustard there. The mustard's good for a hot dog too, by the way. You want a hot dog? Sure. I'll put it right on the grill right there for you. I'm just thrilled we actually agree on something. Ah, oh, yeah, they got a little horseradish in there too. I love it. It's fantastic. It Bowers delicious. mustard. Bowers. A-Bowers You've been listening to Everything Old is New Again, America's pop culture entertainment talk show. Find us on the web at everythingoldisnewagain.biz. That's .biz.
2: See you next week, same bad time, same bad station.